0: Previously on Live at 605.
1: Insane. So we were like running through Union, trying to find where to running buy tickets.
0: Union with our woes. <laughs> what? That's a Drake song. Oh. Just running through the six with my woes.
2: Yeah. John Mallon. And Val Gomez.
0: Coming straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucking name, Ice Cube. Sorry guys, just joking. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto, it's your boy John, and this is Season 9, Episode 5, aka Episode 98 of Live at 6.05. Now, we got a lot to get to this week, it's a little bit different, it's a bit of a throwback to Season 1, back before I had a co-host. You know, back when it was just your boy... A microphone in a dream. Yes, that's right. This week I am Mr. Solo Dolo as I am recording this all by my lonesome. Yeah, I know, but guys, if you're a big Val fan as much as I am, and I know most of the listeners we have probably are a bigger fan of her than myself, don't worry. We have a couple remotes with her and possibly a third one, depending on if she sends it to me by the time I record this and edit this, because you guys know I hate podcast editing. The one good thing about Val not being here this week is as far as I know, I don't have to make any more stings. So, like I said, we got a lot to talk about Val's not here. It's just me, and if you do actually just prefer me, well then might I suggest that you go back all the way back to season 1 and listen to certain episodes that are just me such as This is the End or The Mind of a Man, Man- Mad Man Who Walks Down the Street. Or I think there's one called, like, October 2004. Those are all solo podcasts, and they're all very good because, you know, I like to toot my own horn. But, as I said, if you do miss Val, well, you know what you can do. There's about, oh, I don't know, 83 episodes with her and me in it, and some episodes with just her and Miranda in it. So if you like those, check out the Girl Talk episode. And I promise this won't just be an hour of me promoting 605 shit. Although it could because, like I said... It's a throwback day. And back when I was 100% uh, in charge of this podcast, I could do whatever the hell I want. And technically, I can do whatever the heck I want this week as well. As I said, Bowser away. she's actually not even in this provid- Providence, let her- Providence, oh my God, let alone this country. She is out and about. I'm sure we'll talk to her about stuff next week. Uh, she will be gone for a few days. So I'm actually even by myself in Club 605, which I'm going to get into some of that a little bit later on, some of the pros and cons of being The Bachelor this week. So before we get into any of that, let me just give out all the contact information. And you know what? Since I am a good guy, and since I do own 51% of this podcast, I'm even going to do you a favor, Val. I'll give out your contact information first. If you want to follow your girl, Val Gomez, on social media, do it on the Twitters and the Instagrams, but especially the Instagrams. And she is Val Gomez, 23 and that's with a Z or a Z for all of our American fans out there. Uh, I think she got a couple new followers on Instagram. She's killing the game. Posting pic collages, posting fun pictures, all this good stuff. We were in Detroit this past weekend, so check out her pic collage of us out and about in Detroit, Rock City. And I will say this. One of the things about being on my own again is I got no one to bounce off ideas for this week's name of the episode. And as I just stated about 10 seconds ago, we were in Detroit this last weekend, this past weekend. And it would be very easy for me to call this episode Detroit Rock City. One of the other major themes on this week's episode of Live at 605 is the fact that we just saw the movie Straight Out of Compton. And it would be very easy to call this episode something along the lines of, Straight out of Compton, or straight out of 605. Right now, and if this was a radio show, I would ask my caller listeners to call in and suggest what you think this episode should be called. And you know what? If you guys want to tweet me at MallenCamp, M-A-L-L-O-N-C-A-M-P, extra publicity because it's just me by myself, and I'm going to try and talk for close to an hour. Uh, hit me up on Twitter and tell me after listening to this week's episode what you would have called this episode. Right now, I'm leaning more towards cruising down the street in my 605, and I'll get to that in a bit, why that could possibly be called the episode. Also make sure you follow me on the Instagram, again, it's your boy Malenkamp, and I'm only at 80 followers on Instagram, but how many followers am I on Twitter? Well, How about I take a look-see? Since we got nothing but time and it's your boy John, I'm going to go and tell you right now, thank you for all the followers I've actually gotten on Twitter over the last couple weeks I am at 517 which I actually think I just went down again guys I'm trying to hit 605 followers on Twitter and if you are the 605th follower on Twitter you either get a shout out or there might even be a watch your dog shirt in my closet that I'll give you but not the medium because I'm a medium and I got one medium and one large left and I'm trying to get down to a skinny mini small size but of course, don't forget to uh, like us on Facebook. We actually just hit over 300 likes on Facebook this past week. We are at, let's see how many, we are at 337 likes on Facebook. So facebook.com slash live605 for all your podcasting needs. I'm just looking, okay guys, I have some good tweets. You know, As you know, check my Twitter. I have some, I got jokes for days. I even have good pictures on Instagram, but if you want to do even better pictures, follow Val on there. But like I'm just saying, I've stepped my Facebook game up big time these days. I've gotten into the the popular internet sensation known as memes. If I knew how to make a GIF, I would make GIFs. But for now, let's just keep it with memes, okay? And today's meme, I was very excited about it. it got a whole bunch of likes. It's a picture of the fat kid from the Goonies. Now, I've only seen bits and pieces of the, of the Goonies, so if you want to write in and tell me how much I suck because I know everyone loves the goonies. but whoever the fat kid on the goonies is it's a picture of him in a Hawaiian shirt lifting up his shirt with like his mouth wide open and it says when you know when you know a new live at 605 drops at midnight. Now for the past couple of weeks I've been doing memes on memes on memes so facebook.com slash slash live at 605 to see all the best memes. My favorite one is still of the weird dinosaur looking dragon who has a foot cramp and it says something like, when you run to get, a, when you run to download the new Live at 6.05 and, you get a, and your foot falls asleep. I got some good ones on there. So I try to post a new one every day. I'm not gonna post too much because I also hate people who have Facebook page, pages and post far too much shit. So I think that's all the publicity. Also, I would tell you, I would ask Val, I would say, what do you do if you are on iTunes? And then she would say, make sure you download, subscribe and comment and rate Live at 6:05. We got a bunch of likes, or sorry, we got a bunch of comments on um, iTunes. So make sure you guys keep doing it because it helps us get into the uh, news and noteworthy, and gets us more downloads, and gives us more reasons to put out new episodes each week. Because if y'all weren't listening to this podcast, I probably wouldn't be talking all by myself right now. Sorry, I'm gonna do that because I'm by myself and I'm a bachelor. I also I have a couple notes of things I want to talk about this week, but I also don't really have all that much to talk about. And so you guys are gonna, I'm very excited for you because you are getting a first hand look of the mind of a bachelor. Now, as I said, I am alone Monday through Thursday, I believe, I'll I'll by my lonesome and it's a throwback to the bachelor lifestyle. And now, so you're gonna get me no holds barred. Like I'm just gonna, river's on my mind, I'm gonna speak. If I'm gonna burp, I'm gonna burp because you know what? Right now, I am by myself in Club 605 wearing slippers, Adidas track shorts, and a purple tank top. And uh, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I also just ate a fudge pop. Now, if you guys listened to last week's episode, and by the way, last week's episode was probably one of my all-time favorite episodes we've done. It was definitely my favorite episode of 2015. If you haven't listened to it, go back, download it. It's called... I don't even remember what it's called doesn't matter. It's last week's episode. Now it's going to bug me. So why don't I look... Oh, it's called Bees in the Trap. Bees in the Trap because I got stung by a bee. It was my one of my favorite episodes. I thought it was hilarious. wasn't planned at all. Like We were super tired. It was recorded last Sunday. And we just kind of like jumped into bed just to like, relax for a few minutes before we did the podcast. And I think it was Val's idea. See, I do give you credit even when you're not here. So now I just went up to 52% ownership and you're down to 48%. Boom. Uh, I... She was like, "Oh, why don't we just record it from the bedroom? Just lie down, and just you know, have fun, do a remote from there." It turned out to be funny, silly, and just um, just classic six oh five. You know, that's one of the things I was thinking about today of why I like this podcast so much. Is it's not just your typical podcast. Like yes, ninety percent of the time it is me and Val on the microphone, just talking, telling stories, reminiscing about stuff, but. There's 10 to 20% sometimes of just crazy stuff we do, whether it's recording from a car, recording in bed, recording me getting abducted by aliens, recording me walking from work to home, and just commenting on life that is outside and all all by us. So we always do really fun things. We've done party podcasts. We've done sports podcasts. It's just I always think, without a doubt, we are out of the hundreds of thousands of podcasts, Easily top five best podcasts in the world. So I'm just saying that for all y'all. So I'm going to try and do an hour of this podcast. I don't know if I'll be able to because A, I'm very hungry and it's kind of weird to talk for an hour. I've done a couple of these solo podcasts, like I said, where I've talked for a whole hour. And I don't know if you guys are going to get tired. I don't know if I'm just going to be rambling. Usually I got. Someone next to me to bounce off ideas and do some of the heavy lifting. Sometimes I'll talk more. Sometimes Val will. I got no breaks, so I hope you enjoy this. Um, I guess I should get into the sponsorship this week. So who the hell's my sponsorship? Ah, yes. Okay, this is your boy sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So what the hell did this woman? Okay, yeah. So last week. I was getting groceries and I think I was making steak, so I went to Shoby's soap Sobies to buy steak and fry I think I bought steak, fries, and like watermelon, some crazy shit like that. And I went to go pay, and usually when I'm at sobie's I do the self-checkout because I'm just that dope. But this time I was like, ah, whatever, it's too many people there. There's no one really in line for the cashier to help check you out. So I'll go there and I got this very nice older woman. And I put down the steak put down the fries, put down the watermelon. And as she rings in the fries, she says, oh, did you know that today is International Potato Day? Or whatever the day is, that day was the potato day. You know how there's like sibling day, there's left-handed day, there's, you know, put a stick up my ass day. That day was International Potato Day or whatever it was. And as she said that, I was like, oh, Actually, I didn't know that, but I guess it's a good thing that I bought fries today, seeing as it is potato day. And then she said something again and gave me a nice little wink. Now, I don't know what episode it is, but if you go way back, there's an episode where I talk about not like not liking being winked at because there's something very intimate about it. There's just something where it's like you're in a room full of people and one person winks at you and it's just for you alone. It's too intimate for me. What I realize is I don't mind older women <laughs> – now it just sounds creepy. I don't mind older women winking at me. This No, I'm not saying like this is like like an old cougar, like uh, Julie from the OC winking at me, where I'm like, okay, let's get it on. No, this is like your mama, like your gra- your grandmother winking at you, like a nice 65-year-old woman giving you a wink, being like a pat on the back saying, it's okay, I know the world's tough out there, but it's going to be okay for these next couple minutes. So oddly enough, I discovered young people... Don't wink at me it's too intimate. Older women, please wink at me because I need it I need to be reassured sometimes and uh, life's hard. so if you're an older woman, 65 plus not saying you're old and just saying you're older than someone who's 64 and younger look at me I'm 30 years old. am I an old man no but I'm older than some so I am old f- yeah, you know what I'm saying fuck y'all I, this I can I would love to see Val's reaction. When she listens to this podcast. And I'm sure next week it'll be full of her talking about all the crazy shit I'm saying. But, anyways, that's my damn sponsor, Old Women. Wink at you, boy. I need it. Sponsorship of the week. Uh, Okay, so as I said, I'm rolling with The Bachelor Life this week. Now, there's another potential name for the episode The Bachelor. I could call it that. We'll see. I'm still leaning towards cruising down the street in my 605. So one of the things, obviously, I miss Val very dearly. As I know you guys are missing her this week, I'm missing hanging out, living with her for the week. You know, she should be, oh, it's too bad we couldn't, oh, man, it's. if I thought of this idea earlier, if we, she's going to Skype me later tonight, probably not till 12 or something like that. So it's, it's. It would have been a good idea if I could have Skyped her into this podcast, but it is 7.21, and I need to make my ass a steak at 8 o'clock, so I I can't wait till midnight. I want to get this shit done. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm a bachelor this week, and so I thought I would give you a rundown into my mind and let you know what I'm excited for and what I am scared for, because life is about being happy and scared. That's how I live my life. I'm scared and happy most of the time, as I think most people are, so... One of the things I'm excited about this week is I'm excited to fuck with the food. That is the biggest thing about my bachelor lifestyle. So let me take you back, way back, six and a half years ago, back when I wasn't dating nobody. My diet or my dinners, you know, tomato, tomato, people would say they aren't the greatest. Oh, I just got hit with a hunger pang. Oh, I'm hungry. All right, anyways. This was my uh, dinner for seven for the seven days of the week. I would usually either make a steak with, fr- uh, with steak, you know what, I don't even really think I made fries. I would make steak, a baked potato, I'd throw that potato in the oven, and I would usually cut up an apple with that. Or sometimes like raw carrots, cut those bad boys up. Um, I would also make French toast. and I'd usually, usually fuck with French toast twice a week, two to three times a week. And then the other times would probably be takeout, your pizzas, your McDonald's, your what have you. Although, reminiscing back now, I did realize sometimes I would get crazy and make dinners such as tacos and or chicken burgers. Now that I think of it, chicken burgers were actually fairly popular in Club 201 back in the day. So this week, I'm excited to get back to my bachelor food eating habits but it's a little bit different. I'm older, I'm wiser and I don't want to be a fat boy for life. So this week, I'm going to have four dinners all to myself. And I'm starting off this week. This is why I'm hungry. This is why this might only be a a 30-minute podcast because I'm fucking hungry. So I got myself a nice, oh, big ting, a big $30 steak. Uh, So I'm eating steak tonight, fucking around with some fries. And because your boy's healthy, he's making himself a nice big garden salad with cucumbers, carrots, lettuce, obviously. And I forgot what that last word is, that last thing I was going to eat. Motherfucker. Croutons, that's what I couldn't think of. So, I'm doing 2015 style, bachelor lifestyle, but mix it in some salad for healthy living. Now, my goal is this week, two meals to make, two meals to buy, because I don't want to do takeout every day and be a slob. So I think tomorrow, I ran, ran it by a vowel. it was either gonna be California sandwiches or San Francesco. She ex nate on the San Francesco A, eh? so I'm fucking around. With a California sandwich tomorrow, gonna eat a Cali sandwich. Watch the baseball game. Wednesday, I'm going back to. Ah, I just remembered. Ah, see, it's a good thing I'm doing this podcast, because Val, don't say I don't ever think about you. Since you're coming home late Thursday night, Val, I will get you a California. I will do California sandwiches Thursday, and I'll throw a Cali sandwich in the fridge in case your ass wants it. So how about that? So Tuesday, I'm going to fuck around with the burger. Wednesday, I'm going to eat pasta. Very responsible. It's very nice of Val. She made a delicious sauce for my pasta. And then Thursday now will be Callie's night. And for Val, I'm sure you're going to listen to this before you come home. Don't necessarily eat a big meal on the plane because I will have a Callie sandwich for you. So that's one thing I'm excited for about the Bachelor lifestyle is just eating And eating, you know, like if I want to eat in my underwear and watch whatever it is, that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to watch the season finale of Ballers this week. Tonight for dinner since there's no baseball. Uh, I haven't really talked much about Ballers. Ballers is the uh, HBO football show starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And you know what? It grew on me. I think it was only a 10 episode first season. Let's say the first five episodes, meh. The next four to five, I'm pretty decent. So... It's basically the football version of Entourage. So if you're into that kind of thing, check it out. Uh, So I'm excited for that. I am excited to starfish all over the bed for the next four days. But at the same time, here's what I'm scared about. One of my favorite shows is coming back this week. It goes by the name of Paranormal Witness. And it's a show based where people recreate real-life horrors that happen to them in houses and churches and whatever. What have you? So I am not excited to watch that. It's a two episode premiere this Wednesday. And obviously I'm going to watch it cuz I'm crazy like that. So I'm not excited to be sleeping by myself in the dark. You know, I sound like a baby, but when you go from sleeping next to someone all day, it's just one of those things where you just feel comfortable being like, "Oh, let's just say your mind's playing tricks on you and you hear something. You feel like you hear something going on. You just turn around and be like, "Okay, I'm not I'm not by myself. Someone's here." I think I'm going to be fine anyway. So uh, I'm a little nervous about being by myself. Oh, I'm not nervous. I'm just nervous that I'm going to wake up and there will be like some ghoul in front of me. So hopefully you you ghouls out there, don't do that. Go scare go scare the uh, homeboys next, next to us at Club 603 uh, because they are smoking. I got to close the windows and everything. So that's my bachelor lifestyle. I'm excited for that. And you know what, guys? This might be out of order because I haven't really heard it. But let's – fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to talk about Detroit. I think Val's going to talk about Detroit. So how about we go into the first remote of Val. And I believe she is at the airport. And let's hear what she has to say. I haven't listened to it yet. So I'm not going to be able to comment on it. So um, fuck it. Let's see what Val says on this week's 605 Remote from the airport.
2: This, that, 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming
1: to you live from the Maple Leaf Lounge in Pearson Airport. Um, I'm doing a remote because I am not
2: unable to record any of the
1: podcasts with John tonight um, as I'm leaving for a business trip for the next five days. So I just wanted to give you guys the heads up about um, how my take on detroit city living detroit city rocks road trip was in the rest of the week um very awesome week very busy we ended up seeing straight out of compton which was actually way better than i thought it would be on the fastbender scale i would give this movie a solid 8.5 out of 10
2: yo 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 how many michael fastbenders do you get out of 10 boys Damn, dog, you get eight, because that white boy, crazy. Um, for the sheer reason
1: that all of the soundtrack was, like, unbelievable. We went to see it in the AVX uh, theater, and it was like an entire catalog of music that I basically forgot existed. So that was un- amazing. Then we also, um, whatchamacallit, I thought that the acting was on point. Who doesn't want to see Ice Cube's kid? play ice cube hilarious um the movie felt a little bit long but other than that um i thought it was pretty gripping the whole way through um i'm sure john will give you a thorough update about it but detroit was also unbelievable um what do you call it road tripping is always fun with any of your friends we obviously last season went to see the ottawa senators play um which we we'll call the Habs in the playoffs and Sean, John and I road trip there. It was super fun. We ended up um, just listening to great music, stopped along the way. Um, we went to, I'm sure John yeah, I'm will so tell like you more stuff in depth, here. but we went to this really hilarious um, family pizza place called Buddies and it by far had like some of the best pizza I've had in a while. The consistency of the texture of dough was on par with um, John will say like Little Caesars but I think it was, like, Little Caesars combined with pasta and pizza combined with the best aspects of Chicago deep dish pizza. So, like, that was awesome. And then from there, we just got to go dick around um, Windsor, check into our hotel, and then we went and hung out in Detroit and just, like, tried to find bars and whatnot. And I think, like, John will talk about it a bit more, but I think there's, like, a huge, really odd contrast when you're, in Detroit talking about um, like obviously stereotypes of people being like oh Detroit's so run down it's like you know um, crime and whatever but I didn't feel like it was necessarily like scary as much as I felt like holy shit it's like
3: boarded up
1: Um, crazy amount of like uh, litter in certain areas and then certain areas are like well gentrified so I think um it was hard to look for a pub that was available to drink in in the afternoon whereas if you're in Toronto it would be like so many of them to your disposal um but other than that I thought uh, mm, even Maple Leaf Lounge water tastes better um I think everything just is a little bit heightened of what you think Detroit will be like having said that there was uh like Brad Paisley or something concert happening at the same time as um the baseball game so there was a lot of people there wasted um before the concert at about four so that was quite funny um yeah I think that'll be that but other than that I think what I want to say is that um we ended up Having a lot of fun and Comerica Park is really cool. It's really awesome to be in, in an environment that's so futuristic, but also pays um, homage to the traditional
0: sensibility of what the old thing looked like. All right, we'll come back.
2: It's that, six or five remotes. You a fool for this one, baby.
0: And we're back. And leave it to Val to make you put a sting inside of her remote. So thank you for that. <laughs> my, my favorite part... And I do this, too, is my favorite part about that whole remote, because I actually did just end up listening to it now to see if I had to cut anything out if you are saying anything too controversial, girl, which you didn't because you're a pro and you do podcasts, so you ain't saying no crazy shit. I'm sorry, Straight Outta Compton's going to inspire me to talk all gangster. But my favorite part is she's clearly in a lounge surrounded by a lot of people, so you can hear the, hi, guys, and... I saw Straight out of Compton this week. It's like she's talking on a podcast for NPR. And I think I've done that. There was a podcast where I was stranded in Newark Airport when I had uh, flew from New York to Toronto. And we flew, and we were about to land in Toronto, but the weather was so bad, they sent our asses back to Newark. And I remember I did a, a, st- a remote from there, too, and I was like, Hey, guys, I've been having the... Uh, worst day ever and I don't want to talk too loud because I don't want to look like a crazy person on my phone but shout out to Val Um, yeah I got we're gonna talk I'll talk a little bit more about Detroit Rock City I'll talk a little bit about straight out of Compton so I'm trying to think which one I should do first but you know what since I am by myself I know Val doesn't usually like this but why don't I quickly do a John rap so let's get into it this is John's rap yo yeah. To the girls with big butts It's time to listen up This, this is John Raps Raps
2: Raps It's your boy, mother
0: Okay, so I haven't planned anything, obviously I'm just gonna put my finger And I'm gonna say 3, 2, 1 Stop And the beat I'm going to use oh, I've already done this beat I'm not gonna do that again So 3, 2, 1 uh, Okay, ooh, I like this beat It's gonna be still tipping by Mike Jones. This is one of my all-time favorite rap songs and I know it sounds like I planned this. I literally close my eyes and hit down the, the down button I just stopped there. And I don't have anything to rap out so I'm just going to rap what most rappers do in a freestyle which is all about boasting about being really cool. So let's see how long I can rap for. Let's see. Okay. Wait for the beat to drop. It's about boasting. Okay, let's see. So I'm here, sitting in a room, not knowing what to do without you, and I think someone just knocked on the door, I hope it ain't a whore cause I'm too self-conscious to think that people might hear me rapping in the back room, when I know I should turn a vacuum, so it doesn't seem like I'm rapping, should seem more. Like I'm clapping, that ass goes up and down every single day You are my girl, aka my little bae bae Bitches on their knees every day Say what up Dr. Dre, this is my favorite song And you know it's gonna go on and on I'm the best rapper out there And I got motherfucking best hair That you ever seen in your life And you know me, I'm gonna put up a fight Cause my rap shit clean But my dick so big, you could call him so mean Cause he's huge, he's in the motherfucking building And he's gonna jump out the window every day It's like a new day in my head When I jump out of bed Time to make bread all day, man This is all about real life And you know I'm about to jump out the window for a Third time, I'm gonna keep up, not commit to no crimes. I'm a good boy who plays with the big toys, and I'm gonna beat all the big boys down. Frown man, I'm gonna straight clown your ass. This is my first day of class, and you see my foot going straight up your ass, bitch. All right, now, was that without a doubt, not the best freestyle I've ever had. Swear to God, 100% off the top of my dome. Only mentioned my dick once. Got to do it because I'm by myself, and it's really easy to rap about dicks. So, anyways, that is John's freestyle. I'm actually pretty impressed. Give it up for your boy. Yo. Yeah. To the girls with big butts. It's
2: time to listen up. This, this is, is John Raps. 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 Raps.
0: Raps. Rap, 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 rap.
2: rap. It's your boy, mother.
0: Okay, so why don't I get into things? Um, Let's start with Straight Outta Comptons. We saw that Friday. Now, initially, I saw that I'm a big rap fan. Obviously, as you just heard me rapping my damn ass off, that was a fucking dope-ass rap. I should call this episode John's Dope-Ass Rap, which maybe I will, but I probably won't because I don't think anyone would download it because they'd think I would just be rapping my ass off for an hour straight. But, yeah, I'm a big NWA fan, big Dre, Ice... Ice Cube wasn't a huge fan. I liked his music, but mainly Dr. Dre, Eazy, and I always loved M- N.W.A. Didn't get into it until I was much older because their fucking album didn't come out like 1989 when I was four years old. But I was extremely skeptical when I saw the trailer for the new N.W.A. movie called Straight of Compton. Now, biop picks are really tough. They could be really good like, I don't know, Ali. That's the only one that's coming to the top of my head. Where Will Smith portrays portrays Muhammad Ali, and there could be decent ones like the Brian Wilson 111 Mercy, where I thought young Brian Wilson was great, but old Brian Wilson was awful. And then there's just straight up and down very bad movies like Notorious B.I.G.'s. I think it's called Notorious, where that one was just awful. So I thought this movie Straight Outta Compton would be more like Notorious, but you know I didn't. And I mentioned the movie to Val, and I was kind of joking, being like, "Oh yeah, I, I want to go see it." And I was like oh I definitely want to go see it I was like really so I was like okay let's do it. it you know I'm sure it'll be hopefully just entertaining from the very first scene I was in like the first scene alone 5 minutes I was like damn this movie's I'm I'm down for the count it would starts off with easy and it was funny like when we were watching the movie it's like easy now he's obviously he starts off his life as a drug dealer he's going to the trap house aka the drug house to to go get more drugs and collect collect some money and it's just funny. Val's like first scene of the movie. She's like, "Where is he? What's going on?" Whispering us in the theater. What's he doing? Why are the cops coming? Who's that person? And I'm like, "Oh boy, am I gonna have to like explain all this raptness to you?" But uh, so the first scene was great, and then just all the introductions of like Dre, Cube, Eazy. I just loved the movie. I was hooked. I thought it was fantastic. Um, on the fastbender scale. I give it-
2: Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael
3: Fassbenders
0: do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog, You get eight, cause that white boy crazy. I give it probably an 8.9 out of 10. Um, thoroughly entertained, and the great thing was this movie I went in with low expectations, and it blew me away. There was a few times where I'm sitting here, certain scenes where I'm like, holy shit, I can't wait to like talk about this on the podcast or talk about it with Val and just be like, it was great. The best part, which I think Val mentioned in her review of the movie, was obviously the music. And so if it's a biopic pick about musicians, the music better be fucking good. It's like Love and Mercy when they showed making uh, Pet Sounds album. I thought that was great. We went to the Ultra AVX theater, so the music was just better in general. Highly recommend you go see this movie. Get some dope-ass speakers because the music was great. It was awesome to see them making the co- the album Straight of Compton. I love seeing them go on tour. I also shout out to all the actors because I'm. From what I read, the three main actors who played Eazy-E, Ice Cube, and Dr. Dre, they're all basically first-time actors. Like Ice Cube's played by his son, Dr. Dre. I don't know who he is. And I don't know who the Easy is. Easy E character actor is, but they. I thought they all did a great job. At first, my one critique, especially about Easy, was like, oh, okay, this guy doesn't really sound like him. And If you guys know Easy, he's a very distinct. I guess you would call it a high-pitched voice, but he has a very, very distinct voice. And I thought, I like, okay, this guy just isn't talking; like, doesn't have the same cadence of his of his voice and everything. Then I was like, fuck it, whatever. He looks like him. All the guys, although Dr. Dre didn't really look like Dr. Dre, he looked like skinny Dr. Dre. But I, it was really good still. What else? Yeah, um, it was just cool. Like they basically take it. I won't give anything away, but they tell about eight years. Uh, f- of the story of Dre and Cube and everything. And I was reading, there was a good article about what was fact and what was fiction. And for the most part, live, it's all pretty factual, which, you know, as Dr. Dre and Ice Cube are in it, our producer, sorry, they're going to make it pretty factual. It's also at the end of the day a movie. And I'm not saying there's a happy ending, because there's not a happy ending, but it's also you can just Google NWA and look up the Wikipedia to see what happens. But there's some happiness, there's some sad parts. It was just great. Like, this is big uh, this is big for me to say, but my favorite movie of the year, without a doubt, is Mad Max. Second favorite movie, Straight Outta Compton. It's that good. Like, the way I saw Mad Max, I wanted to see it again. I would love to actually see Straight Outta Compton again. Now having said that, the same problem Val had I had, which was it was probably about twenty minutes too long. I could do without a there's a couple scenes where I'm watching the movie, I'm like, uh Okay, now it's slowed down a bit. But then 10 minutes later, they would have like a kick-ass great new scene, which I'm like, okay, I'm backed in. I'm back. I'm hooked. So I, I'd actually highly recommend Straight Eye Compton, especially if you're a rap fan. Even if you're not a rap fan, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking to my dad. Dad, you, know, you probably don't need to see this movie. Uh, most dads, you probably don't need to see this movie. My dad actually called me. Oh, here, this is what I want to talk about. Uh, I got a, a very funny phone call from my dad the other day. I think it was a Thursday. It's like 10 or 10.30 at night. Now, kids, if you're out on your own, you're in your 20s, 30s, whatever, you're living on your own, if you get a phone call from your folks on the caller ID, if it's one thing if it's Sunday at 6 o'clock in the evening. It's like, okay, it's a Sunday call. It's another thing if it's Thursday at 10.30 at night. What does your brain initially jump to? Now, having said that too, I missed his call and I saw... 10.33 on a Thursday, missed call from home. And not, only, not only was there a missed call, but there's a voicemail. Now, it's like in my brain, oh, there should be no reason for my mom or dad, I don't know who it is, to call me 10.30 at night unless there's potentially a problem. Maybe something happened to the house, to that. Like, who knows? You you get a call past 9 o'clock on a weekday from your parents. Maybe it isn't the, the best thing in the world, right? So here I am. I'm like, oh, wow, my folks just called me, I think... I don't know why they call it 10.30, so I listen to the voicemail. I'm kind of nervous to be like, it might be something bad or sad or whatever it is. And this is the voicemail. Do I have my voicemail? I'm going to check if I still have it. I'm going to play it for you guys. It is a Pops Malin pop. Uh... Okay, here it is. This is the voicemail from my dad. He left me at 10.30 at night. Listen to it for yourself. Earth.
2: Murph, Murph,
0: <laughs> Murph. That is your boy, pops, Malin, with the Murph reference from what was that shitty movie called, Interstellar. So it turned out my dad had just watched the Interstellar movie, and if you guys haven't seen it, my review basically is this: Murph. It's two hours of Matthew McConaughey yelling out the name Murph. Uh, it took me out of the movie. There was parts of the movie I liked. But my dad had the exact same feelings as me where it was two and a half hours of crap and it's just like you hear this guy yelling Murph! And it just takes you out of it. So shout out to Pops Malon for that call and that cameo. That was quite funny. So we I talked to him for a bit, which was great. Um, but what was I talking about? Yeah, Straight Outta Compton. I highly recommend it. You guys should definitely go see it. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. Like I said, second favorite movie. Mad Max is still my favorite movie by far. Like it's, it's somewhat close, Mad Max. It's not close. Like Mad Max is way better, but Straight um, Outta Compton beats South Park, beats Jurassic World, Southpaw... I just said Southpaw. idiot. Love and Mercy, all those movies. It's funny, like N.W.A. and Beach Boys aren't all that different. They have all the same kind of like characters. Like you got. It, it's just how. It's just funny how similar similar they are. Like Ice Cube is basically the Brian Wilson um uh Easy E is kind of the Mike Love um Dr Dre is Carl Wilson I don't know I don't know <laughs> no that, then again the funny thing is Brian Wilson is kind of the ice cube Dr Dre and the easy he's kind of all three of those guys wrapped into one but no it's just funny there's a lot of similarities like even the Beatles there's the Beatles Rolling Stones NWA NWA Beach Boys all these similar bands have similar problems. So I'm about to get into Detroit at Rock City, but one thing I realized I never talked about, which I should talk about, is this whole Subway controversy. Because you guys know I fucks with Subway pretty hard because it's one of the only things by my work. So if you're not familiar uh, with what's going on, you guys probably all know Jared, the Subway guy. He was the guy who, I don't know, 15 years ago weighed like 400 pounds, and he went on the Subway diet and lost a bunch of weight. Well, it turns out he just got convicted and charged with uh, child pornography being, uh, whatever, is, all that bad stuff, awful. I'm pretty sure he's being sentenced to jail, whatever. Uh, so there's been lots of jokes about it. Obviously, it's a horrible thing. And that if it is true, then that guy's a monster. But isn't this a great time for them to be looking for a new sponsor? And shouldn't, wouldn't it be great to find a guy who eats there a lot, promotes it all the time, promotes it on a podcast, I don't know, Subway if you're listening, maybe listen and grab me. I will gladly be your sponsor. I'll mention you, I mention you on the podcast every fucking weekend anyways. So give me a free cookie or like let me stand next to some really big pants and make it look like you guys got me skinny. But it was funny. Today I went for Subway, Obviously, obviously and I used the I, ugh, I'm hungry, sorry. I used the gentleman's room to before I went for lunch. And then when I was walking back holding my Subway, I realized my fly was down. Then I also realized this is a bad time to be holding Subway and have your fly down. So fuck you, Jared, for making me look pervy because of you. Um, But anyways, his stuff's awful. We don't support him, but we do support Subway. Uh, And how about we support me talking about a road trip? So I'm getting pretty hungry. I'm at about 36 minutes. About 40 minutes now with Val's sting. Ooh, and I actually, actually have another sting to play later on. So we'll see how much I do, much more I do of this podcast because I'm actually pretty hungry and I'm going to make me a steak. But it was great. So for my birthday, dear friends Sean, Puff, Batty, and Tesla. Tesla from the uh, First Date podcast. Go listen to that one. It's a great episode where uh, Sean and Tesla's first date was also my birthday and we all went out to see Chaim. Got another burp. They, this year, for my birthday, got uh, got me and Val tickets to go to a Detroit Tigers game in Detroit. And so we ended up making another road trip this past Saturday. And actually, I just got a text from the one and only podcaster, Val Gomez. She says, hey, hey, mister, just got to the hotel. Are you home? I can Skype you quickly. You know what, guys? I'm going to pause this right now, so I'll talk to you in a few minutes. All right, guys, and I am back. Even though you don't wouldn't know it, I just went uh, paused it for a minute, had a very nice Skype conversation with c- uh, co-podcaster Miss Val Gomez. She landed it safe and sound, and she's at her hotel room right now. And after that, I just made a steak dinner, which was really delicious. But of course, it wouldn't be us if one of us didn't get injured. And am I not when I'm washing the damn dishes? I made a steak, so I had a nice steak knife and I'm washing, I'm cleaning it with the sponge and did I not accidentally grab it by the wrong end and as I'm like uh, rubbing up and down to clean it, the sharp end slices my pinky open, not badly or anything, but I literally felt the uh, ripple from the top of my pinky down to um, about a third of it down there, so it's not bleeding too bad or anything, but Val, don't worry if you hear this, I'm fine, you know me. You know us. We injured ourselves in the kitchen. So I just thought that was um, quite funny. But now I don't even remember where I let off. But anyways, yeah. We went to Detroit. And it was great. I've never been to Detroit before. It's crazy to see firsthand how much a city can be have state-of-the-art facilities and be a complete, empty, run town at the same place. So... It started off where we checked into our hotel in Windsor and then we drove across the border. And again, like driving across the border, anytime you go through security, as you're going to hear from Val, like you know, Wes, when we go to Porter, we usually get secondary search. So the four of us were driving through the security over the bridge to get to Detroit. And it's like we all kind of felt the same way. It's like we're obviously not, excuse me, we're obviously not trying to hide anything. We're not hiding anything at all. But the person's just like, how do you know each other? where are you going? What do you all do for a living? And she's like, oh my God, none of us want to be like the weak link. And it's funny that he's like, are you bringing any food across the border? And we had like M&Ms in our bag, in, the, in our trunk, or sorry, in the backseat of our car. Sorry, this steak has got me all like wibbly wobbly. And we're like, no, we don't have any food. But then we like try to cover the M&Ms because we're like, does he mean M&Ms? It's, oh no, we already lied to him, this and that. But it was great. So after we got through there, we were all hungry for lunch. And Sean and Tesla ended up taking us to this fantastic pizza joint called Buddy's. And hands down, if Deep Dish Pizza... Well, hey, fuck it. If Little Caesars is my all-time favorite pizza, this, like, for real pizza, was delicious. It was a combination of Deep Dish and Little Caesars, like, best of both worlds. Highly recommend if you guys are going to Detroit for anything, check out Buddy's Pizza Pizza. I don't know. You'll know. You'll find it. It was by far one of the best pizzas I've had in my whole life so that was delicious we did that we then went to um what was it Thomas Edison's farm basically we basically went back in time to like the 1800s to see where Edison grew up and how he made his inventions and it was just we made the remark if you guys are Gilmore Girls fans it felt like sleep not sleepy hollow scars hollow is it scars or stars hollow It doesn't matter. They all talk too fast for me to understand anyways. But we hung out there, and it was just like we got to see horses. We saw all these, like, old men driving, like, first model cars, which was pretty funny. And, yeah, it was just great. I had to lather up with a lot of suntan lotion because it was fucking hot as balls. Uh, And then from there, we went and parked – I forget what the area is called, but we parked about a 10-minute walk away from Comerica Park. And we went to this great little bar. It was like a nice little dive bar. I forget what it's called. But we all... Anyways, the point of the bar is $3 drafts, which was unbelievable. And we got there, and it was crazy. So at Comerica Park was the baseball game, and then, was it Soldier Field, Ford Field, whatever it is, the football stadium is across from Comerica Park, and there was a Kenny Chesney concert going on a couple hours before the game. So at the dive bar rat, at, there's about 12 uh adults there and they're all you could tell their moms and dads but they're all getting white girl wasted i mean they're just they're singing and dancing to like drake's uh energy song the weekend came on there, are dancing to this apparently one of them had a turtle which was pretty crazy i mean they're outside the bar and they saw an empty bottle of like peach schnapps or something they're all taking pictures with it, it was ridiculous they're getting white girl wasted uh, but that was fun, just to have a couple pre-drinks. Then we walked over to the baseball stadium, and at this point, it's about 5.30 in the, in the afternoon. You can see all these people with country hats and country boots walking to the concert. And my God, that is a different kind of wasted. I mean, people think rappers and rap concerts have a bad influence. I'm sorry, but if you've been to a country concert, those white people are crazy. They start drinking when they wake up. and I was going to say no offense to anybody who likes country music. Obviously, a lot of you are good-hearted people, but some of the worst people I know in the world are country music fans. Now, again, I'm not saying... It's like when I said an older woman. I didn't say 65 years old makes you old. I'm just saying you're older than 64-year-old. So the same thing is, if you like country music, you're not an awful person. But two of the worst people I know in the world are big country music fans. So fuck them. But if you like country music, I like... I, I like some country. Not really. I don't know. I like Aver Brothers. That's about as country as I'm willing to go. But, I mean, we're walking to this Comerica Park, and there's people who've already puked. There's people who are heading between their knees, sitting on the curb because they're done for dinner. There's one guy trying to, like, drag his sister. It looks like we Weekend at Bernie's because she looks like she's dead, but she's just wasted out of her mind. But we get to the outside of Comerica Park, and it was beautiful. Like, first of all, you could see halfway into the ballpark because it's an open-concept place. It's great. They have tigers all along the outside and on top of the the building. Walked inside, and the first thing you just see, just being able to see real grass. If you're a sports fan or you're not a sports fan, if you're not a sports fan, you won't get it, and especially if you don't live in Toronto and don't go to the Rogers Center. But even though the Rogers Center put in some kind of new AstroTurf, it's marginally better than what we've had the last 10, 12, well, I guess – the whole 30 years the um, Rogers Center has been there. But it doesn't compare to seeing real green grass, nice dirt field. It's just like that's what summer's all about. So it was great. Uh, I loved Wrigley Field. I think I like Comerica Park a little bit better. I mean, it's kind of hard to compare the two. One's been around for, I think, 100 plus years. The other one's been around, what, maybe 10 years? It's just, I mean, this is a state-of-the-art new ballpark they had a ferris wheel they have restaurants they have all these really cool things we spent a good hour just walking around the field there's i think they even have like a cigar lounge i mean there was a you could hit baseballs it was more for kids i kind of wanted to jump in but it's like i don't i don't want to embarrass these kids with me socking some dingers you know so that was a lot of fun we all got some really good drinks val got herself a fat tuesday which i don't think she's had since uh vegas I had a, a nice shandy beer, which I guess is a combination of beer and some kind of juice or lemonade or ginger ale, something of that sort. And you know what? Before we end this baseball trip, why don't we uh, get into another remote? Val and I actually recorded, I think it's between uh, innings five or six or something like, like that. We actually recorded a remote from our seats. So why don't we give that a listen? It's
2: that six or five remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from Comerica Park.
0: In beautiful downtown Detroit.
2: This is episode... Five? Of Live at 605, season nine.
0: Now, having to record this, I don't know if this episode is going to be solo by myself or if you will actually be recording this episode with me.
2: Maybe I'll do remote to myself.
0: That's true. So, this is awesome. We're in Detroit right now. We're in the third inning of the Tigers versus Wee. Texas Rangers game. and Sean uh, and
2: Tulsa just went to the <laughs> Not together. <guess.
0: laughs> no, nah, but it was awesome. They got me uh, got me tickets for my birthday to go to a Tigers mm. game, and it's been a fun, crazy road trip Very to Detroit trip. Rock City so far. We're enjoying again. This is our third baseball stadium this summer. Is
2: this like a thing for you? Do You want to see like all the best stadiums in the world?
0: Oh yeah. The the other two big ones I want to go to is see the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. Uh, but number one right now is AT and T Park in San Ooh. Fran. And then we've technically been to Fenway Park. We've been to one.
2: Fenway. We, we did Wrigley.
0: Yeah, Wrigley was great.
2: Obviously, we went to the Rogers Center.
0: <laughs> Rogers Center, yeah. So no, this is. Hold on, you gotta hit. Oh. Going, going, going. Nice. He's got it. There's an out. Whoa. All right. We um. Was Good ambience. Good ambience, yeah No, this has been a fun road trip, we'll detail it more later on, but I was going to say this is the perfect night for baseball. Yes. It's like 25 degrees, the sun's just going down. I had
2: a fat Tuesday. You had a fat
0: Tuesday, I had some shandy.
2: Yeah. A beer
0: shandy. (laughs) Someone gave me a shandy, which was nice.
2: (laughs) On like an alleyway shandy.
0: And we got great seats for along the third baseline. Yeah. And this is great.
2: I hope a dinger comes this way, though, and catch it barehanded like Josh Donaldson.
0: Josh Donaldson. Initial impression, we'll talk about this more, but yeah. what do you like more, Wrigley Field or Comerica Park? I kind of
2: like America, to I'm, be honest. I'm
0: feeling a little bit more as well. Yeah,
2: it's like a good combo of, like, modern and old.
0: Yeah, they have a lot of, like, the old. They have, like, uh, you walk around it, and it's, like, all the best. Oh! Oh, God! They don't call it the hot corner for nothing. Come on. Cut-off man. Oh, come on. Oh. They did not do the cutoff man. No, man. they did not. Anyway, should we end this here? Yes. So we will talk to you guys in a bit. From Detroit. Goodbye.
2: This six that 605 remotes. You a fool for this one, baby.
0: And shout-out again to Sean and Tesla for getting us very, very good seats. Not only did they get us good seats, but they also got us aisle seats, which... Oh, they stripped the fountain off outside. Aisle seats is what I try to fuck with. All day long. I got that from my dad. He likes to sit on the aisle, as do I. Because, first of all, you don't want to, to be pushing past people. You want the extra leg room. And it's just easier to get in and get out. So, baseball game was a lot of fun. The Tigers ended up losing the game. They uh, were held scoreless until the ninth inning when they hit a three-run home run to make it 5-3. But, you know, what? it was just fun being there. The good thing was, I mean, it wasn't the Blue like The Blue Jays are my team. Detroit's my second favorite team. But it was just a fun thing. Like I would have preferred the, the Tigers to win, obviously, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, they lost. It ruined the trip because we came down here just to do this or that. It was just great hanging out with everybody, having some drinks. Got myself a jumbo hot dog. It wasn't that jumbo, so I was a little disappointed with that. Uh, one other funny thing was towards the end of the game, around the eighth or ninth inning, went to go use a gentleman's room, and obviously people have been drinking. I walk up there, and I'm walking towards the bathroom, this creepy, like, uh, bro type frat boy, dude, just like, like, as I walked past him, he's like, Hey man, I turn around like, yeah. And he like gives me knuckles to give me props. I'm like, I guess so. I don't want to get my, you know, fucking face punched in gave him props. And I went to the washroom and it's funny as I'm washing my hands, all I see is this woman walk in and she like has her arm covering her eyeballs, but then she's kind of putting her arm down looking around and wasn't like she was like a 10 year old kid looking for a dad. She was probably 40 something. So I don't know if she was looking for her husband or just, like, looking to see some dick or something like that. But I thought that was pretty crazy and funny. I mean, she didn't really even say anything. She just kept looking up and down. It was crazy. Uh, from there, after the baseball game, they actually had fireworks in the out, in center field. And they were, hands down, the best fireworks I've seen maybe ever. I don't know. Like It was a good 15-minute show, and they just had all kinds of crazy fireworks. So that was a lot of fun. And then by the, game, by the time the game was over, it was about 10, 10.30, and we went and did that same 10-minute walk back to the car. And I ain't going to lie, your boy was a little scared because I didn't mention it earlier, sorry, but parts of Detroit are beautiful. I mean, there's big skyscrapers, especially where Comerica Park is and the football stadium is. Obviously, it's built up because that's where the sports areas are. But you take a couple left turns or right turns, and they're just empty houses, boarded up, people on the street. Um, it looks like the scene-a couple scenes out of the wire. So, I mean, even though we were we were in a good area walking to our car, it was just like, all right, I'm just gonna be a little bit uh, more aware, just so in case someone anyone pops out, because you gotta be safe. You know, I'm not bad mouthing Detroit. That's anywhere. You could be in. Ottawa you could be in Toronto you could be like in Bangkok and some shit could go down so we were just very aware of ourselves it was funny the country concert which I believe was Kenny Chesney had just ended and people were even more wasted one dude had just got the shit kicked out of him and he was like bleeding from his face and this cop was pulling this guy off of him didn't arrest him people started yelling at the cop like you gotta arrest this guy fucking buck him and the one guy's just like spitting blood out of his face I'm like okay (laughs) <laughs> and then we get back to the car, no problem at all. And then we end up driving back to Windsor. We got back probably what like eleven, eleven thirty. It was a real great. Again, shout out to Sean for doing all the driving for the two days. Like he's a very very good driver, so I appreciated that. And they had a great soundtrack. They played me the whole Tame and Paula album, which I played you. He was the band of the week for maybe the premiere. I'd only heard that one song, but the whole album fantastic. So I highly recommend that Uh, and then we went dropped off the car and we went to the loose goose for drinks and foosball so we ended up staying there till about 1 30 in the morning and i have played foosball i never loved it apparently all i need is a couple drinks in me and then i fall in love with the game so it was a lot of fun playing foosball it was crazy like after you score a goal sean would throw the ball back in and i kind of kind of got into a habit of spinning my guy as he threw the ball in, so I kept shooting the ball out of the foosball, and I would hit hit random people as they walked by me. The first time was an accident, but then as people would walk by, I would try to hit them anyways because I thought it was pretty funny. And then we were having a lot of fun. We kept switching teams. I I think it's safe to say we all did very, very well for being a little intoxicated. But then this one, like, super drunk dude's like, hey, guys, can I play winner? And this and that. We're like, oh, come on, like... This isn't Greece or something. I ain't going to make friends with you. So we just kind of like went our own way. We're like, okay, dude, you can take it, but we ain't going to play with you. And uh, anyway, swept to that, went back to the room, passed out, woke up, drove back home. had another great playlist. Got back Sunday afternoon just in time to watch your Toronto Blue Jays sweep the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And so today it sucks. There's no baseball. I am baseballist, less uh, so I'm going to wait and watch the Blue Jays game tomorrow on Tuesday as they play the Texas Rangers. And you know what? This might be a great time. I just got another remote from Val where she mentions some baseball talk. So why don't we give her a listen and see what she's saying from her hotel room.
2: This is or 605 Remotes. You're a fool for
1: this one, baby. So I'm finally at the hotel, and I can talk at a normal volume. So I wanted to share some of the actual shenanigans that happen in the airport. And so John and I always have the worst luck traveling in terms of security checks and just like having like to sit beside the worst people ever. But today, like literally smoked it through Pearson. It was so quick. It actually took longer to get out of Toronto than it did to hang out um, and go through like all the security check and paperwork and everything. But then we get into the Maple Leaf Access Lounge and there is this person, or sorry, this family who has like two young daughters and like the mom just looks so frazzled like she hasn't slept in about 15 years. And her daughter, both of them, Um, but the younger one predominantly has like literally doused herself in yogurt and is running around the Maple Leaf Lodge, like the face full of it, hair full of it, like shoes, shirt, neck, everything. And her, she's letting this kid run around everywhere. And so she like, so help me God, she comes up to like mine and my boss's area. And I'm like, oh my God, please do not touch anything near us. And she was kind of like, Curious about, like, our bags because they were, like, shiny and stuff. And I'm like, if you let your yogurty hands daughter touch our shit, I will lose my fucking cool. Um, so luckily that didn't happen. Like, the dad came and, like, swiped her. Um, so that was okay, but then, unfortunately, the same jam hands, yogurt hands people were sitting in front of me on the plane, so that was a little bit of an arduous thing, but I had a dude who looked like a blonde Will Graham from Hannibal sitting beside me, so I just wanted to be like, ooh, you could be his doppelganger if they ever made season five, um, but yeah, I guess it was just, like, such a great... Um, trip here, but just rewinding a little bit, Detroit was super fun. Comerica Park, I'm sure John has mentioned, is just so interesting. I got a me a Fat Tuesday and I haven't had one of those since um well I guess since Vegas. So like five years ago. Um so it was really, really cool. Um because it wasn't as um Like, when we went to Wrigley, I remember the weather being, like, hit or miss. It was, like, windy. Then it got rainy. Then it was, like, super hot. Here it was, like, perfect. We were in the sun. It was, like, nice weather for the entirety of the day. So that was, like, fantastic. Then we ended up um, just getting, like, Sean and Tesla got really good seats. So we could see everything. Apparently, excuse me, when I went to go wash my hands, this, like, chick got nailed with a foul ball and had to be carried out by stretcher, So I missed all that. Um, But the game, even though it was a little bit of a doozy, the Tigers lost and they only got their first hit in the ninth inning. And it was a home run essentially, to make the final score 5-3 for Texas. But it's really cool to be watching. Like, I'm sure John will go into it, or he has already. It's really been awesome watching baseball recently, because every game, even if it's not Toronto playing, it means something to the Toronto team. So, for instance, Detroit was playing Texas, and Texas won the wild card spot because um, Blue Jays one against LA. So it really is interesting because then we could, even though now we're in first place and New York got bummed, it- it meant at some point, and we're playing Texas next week, that we could be facing Texas in the wild card. So it was just like a really fun game. It's always like, I don't think Toronto's ever had this opportunity um, to have anything like this. So like in a while since like we've been adults. So it's really, really fun. Um, The flight over here was like possibly the smoothest flight I've ever been on in a while. No apple juice throw ups, no vomiting. So that was good. Um, we got here. I haven't been back um, in a while, and it's just nice to be out in the sun. I'm feeling a little bit jet-lagged, but not too much. Um, I guess I'm going to try and give John a shout because it's, what, like almost quarter to eight his time, so hopefully he got himself a Cali sandwich. I think that was the on the menu, and he'll be having his Coke. I'm not sure if he's having fries, but guaranteed he will have had one fudgy pop um but yeah it is weird to not be traveling with John because we've been traveling a lot lately so (laughs) I have me a bed that's a little too big for just one person okay um well I guess I'll be talking to you guys later I'm excited to hear what John puts out tomorrow um but yeah uh live at 605 remote location is kept secret
2: this got 605 remotes you a fool for this one baby
0: okay so I'm about to end this thing because we've hit Almost an hour. I think I've done a good job of keeping you guys entertained. I definitely miss having uh, my co-host to my left, possibly your right here, because it's way more fun. I get her laugh at my bad jokes, although I will say my freestyle was much better without her here. So maybe if I do a freestyle next week, she should uh, should go to the the bathroom or something like that. But the one other thing I was going to say that's funny is since we've been dating for so long, it's just like the little things we do, which makes me laugh because we – you know, I'm sure every, like, friends and couples and this and that, they all have not a secret language, but they all have a way of talking. And we were we were driving to Windsor, and I think we were stopping off. I can't remember where we were going. I think we were going to go stop off for, like, lunch or something like that. And Sean's like, okay, are you guys hungry? Do you want – I no, I think we were going to Starbucks. And Sean's like, you guys want to go to Starbucks or are you going to go Tim Hortons? And all Val says is, oh, I could fuck with the coffee. And they start laughing, like, what kind of language is this girl using? And then later on in the trip, Tesla was like, okay, I got some M&Ms. John, do you want one? I'm like, yeah, I could fuck with an M&M. And they're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? I just realized that's just one of the things we always say. And it always makes me laugh because it's like such a ridiculous way of saying that, yes, you will eat something or, yes, you will do something. But then the other thing that we always do, and we did it like three or four times that day, which I'm sure Sean and Tesla are like, what the hell are these guys doing? Is whenever something stupid happens, I always go, that was bullshit. Then Val say, grade A bullshit. And then I say, full-blown bullshit. So it goes like this. Oh, you hit a home run. That's bullshit. Grade A bullshit. Full-blown bullshit. And you know what? If I didn't think I'd be censored on iTunes, I would call this episode full-blown bullshit. But I think I'm going to go with cruising down the street in 6.05. Which, you know what? I'm going to end this because my finger is uh probably probably needs a band aid. I still need to edit this and I might watch the True Detective season two finale just to get through that damn thing. Um but yes, this was a good one. You know what guys? It was a good good throwback just doing it by myself. Got them some, some things off my hairless chest and you know what? It was fun. But my voice it's tired. I need some water. Possibly another fudge pop. Uh yeah, I think I'm gonna end this. And since I've been so stoked with so much Straight of Compton and NWA and Eazy-E, I think I have to end it with an E.Z.E. e song. Since I'm going to take call this episode after an Eazy-E song, I got to do it. Why not? You know what? Next week, I have a few bands. I've been waiting to get them on back to more like indie rock. It's been all rap lately. But hey, you can't fault us. They uh, influence the podcast, myself, and Val very, very much. So I'm going to go with the song that got everything started for Eazy-E and NWA, written by Ice Cube, performed by EZ, produced by Dr. Dre, it's Boys in the Hood by Easy e from his "Easy does it album, so fuck it, why don't we get into it, this is Easy motherfucking e on Deez Nuts Radio, all the ways to get in contact with us, you already know, facebook.com slash live605 for all my memes, all my shit. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. She's your girl, Val Gomez23. I'm your boy, Malin Camp. And download, rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes. So until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Val. Be easy. Motherfucking easy.
3: Be nice. I got front back, side. Then I let the Alpine play. Bumping new shit by WA It was gangster, gangster at the top of the list. Then I played my old shit, it went something like this. Cruising down the street in my 6'4". jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say... It's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your cart. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. Get the fuck out! Donald B's in the place to give me the pace You say my man JD is on free base. the boy jd was a friend of mine till i caught him in my car trying to steal a alpine him up the street to call a truce the silly motherfucker pulls out a deuce deuce little did he know i had a loaded 12 gauge one sucker dead la times front page cause the boys in the hood are always hard you come talking that trash we will pull, you pull your car knowing nothing in life nothing but in to life. be legit don't quote me boy cause i ain't said shit And I wanna get ill So I went to a spot With my homeboy's chill The fellas out there Making that dollar I pulled up in my six, four, and dollar They greet me with a forty And I start drinking And from the eight ball My breath starts sticking Left to get my girl To rock that body Before I left I hit the party. Went to a house To get her out of the pad Dumb hoe said something That made me mad She said something that couldn't believe, so I grabbed a stupid bitch by a nappy-ass weed. Started talking shit, wouldn't you know? Reached back like a pimp, slapped the hoe. Oh. My father jumped up and he started to shout, so I threw a right across and knocked his old ass out. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life, but to be legit, don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. shit. <laughs> I can't tell you And wrapped the 6-4 around a telephone pole. I looked at my car and I said, Oh brother, I throw it in the gutter and go buy another. Walking home and I see the G-Ride now. Cat is driving kilo on the side as they bust it on you. They got pulled over, an undercover cop in a dark green Nova. Cat got beat for resisting arrest. He socked a pig in the head for ripping his guest. Now, G is caught for doing the crime. Fourth offense on the boy, he'll do some time. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, we'll pull your cart. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, cause I ain't said shit. shit, shit, shit. I went to get them out, but there was no bell. The fellas caused a riot in the county jail Two days later in municipal court Kilo G on trial, cold cut a foot. Instruction of the court, said the judge On the six-year sentence, my man didn't budge Bailiff came over to turn him in Kilo G looked up and gave a grin He yelled on fire, then came Suzy The bitch came in with a submachine Uzi Only shot the bitch but didn't hurt her both upstate for attempted murder Cause the boys in the hood are always hard You come talking that trash, we'll pull your car Knowing nothing in life but to be legit Don't quote me for it, cause I ain't said shit get, 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 Yeah, I kicked a little ass But that was a blast from the grass, motherfucker get, 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 get. Busy up, busy up,
2: John Mallon. And Val Gomez.